Welcome to episode 386 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Radio team, welcome along to episode 386 of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How you going, mate? Pretty good. Pretty good, Bevan. You're also awesome, so let's crack on with the show. I'm as crooked as a dog, John. Oh, look at me. Look at this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I must be about 200 degrees right now. You know me. I'm giving out, I always sympathy. Give out lots of sympathy. Yeah, you're really good with the sympathy yeah. thing. I, I feel like 200 degrees. My body's kind of shaking. Um, when I cough, it feels like my throat's going to come out of my mouth. So Do you know what I am, John? I'm committed to this show. Yeah, it's going to be a record-long show. I we'll pump uh, out about two no, hours, five 45 hours. today. Yeah, yeah, that's how we're going to roll. You know what I'm doing today? Doing a stupid show and then I'm going to bed. <laughs> Not it's a stupid show, but I tell you what, bed seems pretty appealing right now. Anyway, guys, I'm Talk is proudly brought to you by... Coffees of Hawaii. You might get sick. What? Well, you know. Bloody, I won't. I've got my extreme endurance and nice. boost. A bit of coffees of Hawaii and Mew Boost. You'll be sweet as bro. Athlinks.com. Uh, social networking for endurance athletes. Training peaks. Where you put your, your training and see how you're improving or and not. Sell this try. Just to look cool. Okay, guys. In this week's show, we've got some news. A bit of a traditional show here, John. We've got an age group of the week. We've got a high five. We haven't done that in a while. Mm-hmm. Not sure if my throat can do the intro. Okay. I'll do it because I'll persevere, John. Good. Come alive for the people. That's what we like to hear. I'm here for them, not for me. That's great. Yep. Website of the week, app of the week as well. Well, it's a website slash app. It's kind of like seven I saw. Yeah, well, they're all basically iPhone, not iPhone. Android. Android apps. (laughs) Okay, Android. And then questions and answers at the end. Okay, guys, well, this is kind of a big week for news in some ways, considering the time of the year. Normally, this is our quiet Mm. news season, isn't it? And uh, this weekend... We had a couple of races happening, but we also had the big news of Brett Sutton is leaving Team BB. And January. TBB, sorry. January next year. So just obviously, I just don't know, seeing out his contract. Or John, just does your watch not work when you're not. I turn it off. You turn your watch I off. I don't wear this watch. This is just a training watch. Huh. It's a Garmin. Why are you wearing team. it? Because I've just been swimming. Oh, and then you turn it off. Yeah. What do you want to know the time? I don't know the time. Because he looks at the sun. That's exactly. how good he is. Okay, um, Brett Sutton, so he's left. Um, kind of, it's really hard to read between the lines on this one. Oh, uh, it's not really. <laughs> oh, well, you know, you can speculate, but really, he was obviously, he felt his attitude was hurting the brand probably. Mm. And, uh, and the athletes. And the athletes seem to be a little bit upset by this. It, mm. well, it seems to be this, if you read between the lines. But it wasn't that clear. And, and I just think he's just getting so frustrated with the whole WTC situation and athlete I don't know, well-being or how they're making money. And I think he just thinks it's a lot simpler than it um, perhaps is. And he's, I think he thinks he's got some solutions in terms of getting pros to be fairly compensated. But the well, thing I don't is, know, fairly, but basically earning more money. If you read uh, the message he sent out, he says, I'm no longer going to be doing Ironman coaching. I think he's going on a crusade by the sound of it. Oh, he's a crusader, is he? Yeah, he's going on this. And it's, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens because he's obviously an absolutely exceptional coach and he gets the best out of certain athletes. And he's very vocal and he's also very controversial. And very opinionated. And whether or not that makes him a good business person, I don't know. Uh, because, yeah, it, it seems well, to was me... was it Alex, the guy he works with? Yeah. Yeah, Alex seemed like a pretty good business guy. Hmm. Well, he used to be in venture capital. And yeah, Alex, sort of is, Alex is onto it. So if you're going to align yourself with a business guy, it seemed like a pretty good fit. So it, it seems to me he's going on a crusade and, and I'll, I'm going to pop him an email this week and see if he wants to come on the show to explain what he Even is Even if we do it in do. January when he kind of cleared the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I just think it, it seems like he wants to go out there and 
don't know whether he wants to set up a, a race or organisations, um, but basically it just seems to be just so hacked off with pros not being paid money and WTC profiting from the sport. And yeah, it's just going to be... I'll be interested to see what happens to the Team TBB athletes. There was an announcement before this came out, Yvonne Van Vlerken was uh, leaving the team. No, no, Zena. Zena, sorry. Yeah. Zena was leaving the team, uh, and I don't know if this was... Well, and, and when you read her kind of statement, it was kind of basically she can earn, she, if you read between the lines on that one, it's that she feels she can earn more money by her own name than being a part of team with sponsorship. She also needs a change, you know. She hasn't. She's was on fire a couple of years ago. And then uh, just sort of petered out a bit and seems to have lost her mojo a bit. So I think, you know, if she goes off and does things a bit differently, you know, hopefully we'll get the old Zena back. And if we do, if she gets a race... But she, you know, if you, again, reading between the lines, we're doing a lot of that today, but she didn't say she wasn't going to get Brett to coach her. Mm. So if, if Brett's going to keep coaching her, what's got to change? I know. Well, I, th- I don't know. I think she... Well, I think once you've been with a coach for that long, some change is good, you know. I have athletes who have... Stay with me for maybe five, six years, and then they decide to move on. And I'm like, give them my blessing. I think you know, it's it's time to get some fresh ideas. Off. Yeah, bugger off. Had enough of you. Um, <laughs> yeah, hard work. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think uh, and and often yeah, just a bit of change be good. So it's going to be. Okay, so let's make some crazy predictions because we are just speculating today. What's going to be with this time next year? What would have Brett done? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to put it out there, John. Mm. I think the thing with Brett is. His ideas are kind of so outlandish that no one's going to jump on board. Mm. Like that whole idea of what was that, $100 each for mm. 10,000 athletes or something and yeah. we could buy WTC. Now that's, yeah, in theory, it's a good idea, but who's who's going to coordinate that? Who's going to make that happen? And, and who, who says that WTC will sell to that conglomerate mm. that would buy mm. it? And uh, and, and I, you can understand Brett's frustration with the sport because it's, it's a message that we've talked about for years, especially when it comes to looking after the pros. But at the same time, because Brett is so kind of extreme and, and opinionated, he maybe he loses a little bit of credibility. Mm-hmm. You know, like as a coach, you know, you can't take any credibility away from the guy who knows the stuff. He's got backed it up with many great results. But when it comes to, and then you can even say, well, look, Team TBB has been a pretty good success. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's that. But you know, Alex will take some credit for that. But I don't know. Like, would you put hundred bucks in? I'd certainly consider it. I, prob- I probably would. But well, the good thing now is, I suppose you could do a Kickstarter. So Kickstarter says, if I raise hundred thousand dollars, and it'll obviously be a lot more than hundred thousand dollars, but um, you, the money only gets taken if you get to the the money point. Mm-hmm. So you might say, okay, we want to raise. How much do you reckon I'm gonna be worth? Oh, I don't know. I've got no idea. At least fifty, sixty million, wouldn't it? I've got no idea. Yeah, I wouldn't even know. Yeah. So, but you know, and so you don't. Your money doesn't get taken out until you reach the target. So I, I just, I just don't see it happening. Being able to take over WTC, what I would, what I see potentially could happen is setting up like a pro series. You know, if he got, if he had somebody in behind him, some mega millionaire, and somehow they set up a proper pro series. You know, maybe, I don't know, maybe four Ironmans around the world and four half Ironmans, something like that. But setting up a proper pro series, a bit like say the ITU. You know, they have seven or eight races around the world, and then you just need somebody to bankroll that. Yeah, but um, with like, okay, so you know, long term sustainability is 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 not there unless you sell some fantastic TV rights for it. But that's the thing, isn't it? Because it's like you're even going to get you know the billionaire who's just kind of generous and wants to help out, mm. kind of like Larry Allison, who's not really yep. looking to get a return on it. Or you look for someone who's going to put an investment, but it's really hard to show the return. It is, you yep. know. And, and sure, you can say, well, WTC is making return and, and probably challenges as well. But these guys have been around for years and years and have established mm. brands. And if we look at, what was that brand that came out a couple of years ago who put a lot, 
to try to for one 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 year one oh one and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And they put a lot of money into it and mm. they got no one there. Mm. Oh, there was there was like fifty people would have raced there, would have spent, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars there. So it's it's a really tricky situation because we have such a dominant brand leader and it, they're so far ahead of the curve that it's, it's really hard to set You're up. Going to do something different. Can't yeah. do the same thing. Yeah. So I think Pro Series just change the sport. You know, just do an Ironman with multi laps and some stupid—not stupid things, but you when, know. When has really been another takeover of the sport in the past? Like I know, remember in league there was Super League. Um, but well, they had the same thing in triathlon in the nineties. They had the IT. PG, I think it was called the Grand Prix circuit, and that very, that really did take the athletes away. And it was a real big battle with ITU versus this organisation. And the, the reason ITU won out in the end is they would, um, from memory, I th- I'm not sure if they were banning athletes, but yeah, you, you had to do ITU to get to the Olympics. Oh, uh, so once you got the Olympic card, uh. so look, I, yeah. And, and what did the, what was the name of the other association? It was the International Triathlon Grand Prix. Okay, so and those guys, what did they do well that made it? Is it just about prize money? money? Is it just money? Yeah. And then they did some different formats as well. That was in the era of the, you know, um, little super sprints, triple triathlons, different different formats and, and city centre sort of locations. And, and were they just bankrolled? How did that work? Do you know much about it? Uh, yeah, I think they were bankrolled. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's, a, it's a really interesting one. And you know what? If Brett can shake up the sport in a way that gets a better lifestyle for our pros, mm. oh, I'm all for it, you know, like, yeah. and I'm sure you are as well. Mm. You know, our pros, it's a pretty hard life. Sure, you'll get the Maccas and the Crowies and that. Who can make a pretty good living? But even then, you know, there's no second tier. It's just, I don't see any motivation by WTC to really lift the, the game in terms of the pro athletes. Like, it's going to keep creeping up year after year, just a little bit here and there. But... There's no value, What's is there? Yeah, there's no value in it. Yeah. And and if they make the sport too elite, then would that start maybe putting off their bread and butter? I don't know. I don't think that's a problem. Mm, potentially. Really? I, I, yeah. I mean, um, you look at the ITU level, I don't know whether it's just not as appealing now. There's, no, there's not that connection between the top ITU athletes now and the age groupers, whereas at Ironman, I very much still think there is a connection between the pros and the age groupers. You're doing the same course, you're starting more or less at the same time, whereas with the ITU athletes, there's a disconnect now. I I think you're probably right to some point, but I also say that most people who turn up to the Ironman don't really know who the pros are. You know, they might know because they've turned up to that race and that's the pro. You know, like I remember when I first did Ironman New Zealand, we, I was staying in a cabin in bloody campgrounds and a guy next to me was a pro and he, I think, got fifth, you know, and I didn't even knew him. And, and like I knew Cameron Brown because he was a New Zealand guy. But other than that, I'd probably argue that the majority of people doing our sport don't really care about the pros and don't even really, other than like a Mecca or a Crow. And they probably don't know who Brett Sutton is either. No, exactly, yeah. So it's it's interesting times. It'll be interesting to see what happens and, and if anything, I you know I hope he does well and he does do shake up the sport in a way it's good for the sport. Give me a bit more volume here, Bevan. You want some? Really? Wow. Yeah, a little more volume. Well, more oh, here we go. Here, here we, we go. go. I made him stop eating his breakfast. He comes around and he, seriously, he has like a bowl, like a, how big is that bowl, John? It's a big bowl. The big bowl, what you got in there? Got a banana. I got a gigantic apple this morning that looked like it was on steroids. It does look like a big apple. We knew. Big handful of grapes. Big handful of nuts and just a little bit of rolled oats and then lots of Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt. Yeah. Does it give a bit of bitter? Does it? Full fat Greek yogurt. Got really? to get that fat up. Has it? Has the fat gone? Sugar. Good. Yeah. Really good. Are you missing sugar? I never had much sugar. No. So I have two sugars a day, but I don't have. I I really have very sugar's not a problem for me. It's the you know the bread and stuff that's a problem. Oh, you miss that? Yeah. It's still funny. a bit of bread, but I don't just like. I don't wouldn't have bread every day. Whereas in the past, you know, I'd be having six slices a day, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, um, I'm in Florida. Happened last weekend, and uh, team, it was smoking. And I've got to say, you know, whenever we see these fast times, we automatically go, "Oh, short! It was short." So I had three guys racing there. The swim looked pretty accurate in terms of times. Just you know, the um, you know, Andrew Starkowitz swam 49. Uh, Philip Ospilay swam 48. The guys were swimming 55. So I think the swim was pretty accurate. The bike is bang on. Uh, I had a look at one of my guy's files and he had 179.7 or something like that. So, so what's really amazing about that then is Stuckowitz did – Stuckowitzki or – Stuckowitz. Stuckowitz, 402. It's just that insane. That is ridiculous. And then the run, the run what's is a little – speed? The run is it's just over um, 45. 40? No, it's just under 45. Under 45 k's for four That's hours. Ridiculous. Do you know what I hate, John? I've, I've said this on the show before. When people – Say they've averaged a really top speed. Yeah, we've discussed. This. I know it does my head because yeah. someone I know did a race last weekend. They go, yeah, and I was by myself and I looked at my speed and I was averaging forty five. Like, oh. Rubbish. <laughs> this guy is like a little kind of his fifties. Like he yeah. did really well, but yeah, I don't think he averaged forty five. The run is a little bit short. Uh, the two guys I had, two of the guys that I emailed, um, one had it, I think at point seven of a mile short, and the other one about point five miles short. So That's five minutes, six uh, minutes, three to four. For, the, for these top guys, um, yep. probably say four. So still, you know, if, if you factor that in, it's still a fast day. John Evanson from uh, Try247, he was saying that Stuckowitz was the first American to go under so eight. Yes, and even if it had been accurate, I think he still would have gone under. He went 7.55.22, so let's say it was, you know, just under a K short, he still would have got under eight hours. Now, you, you know, when you do a 4 or 2, you're a legend, there's no denying it, but it must break your heart when you have an 18-minute lead and you don't win the race. Yes, and he was he was holding it strong. The great thing about the Ironman Florida coverage, I didn't watch. Well, I only watched one of my guys finish. But um, we've talked about this in Kona about the lack of timing mats here. You know, he had sixteen went, went across a timing mat sixteen times. Wow! So you can really clearly see what was going on with his splits. He started off at six thirties, was holding that. Is this just in the run, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really? six, wow. sixteen run splits, holding six thirties through through ten miles. Then you started to drop to six forties, and then at, why, why can't they have that at Kona? And then sort of around eleven, tw- uh, around the twenty mile mark, down to six fifties, and then twenty one. 1.5 miles down to 705 then to 711 then 724 and then uh, 721 that's the last five miles and uh, so I think he probably would have got caught anyway he did get beaten by a couple of minutes but he did certainly fade a little bit towards the end so I had some runners doing the New York Marathon um, yesterday and they got the app Jesus is a good app mm-hmm. you know like what yeah like again if we're thinking about taking things to the next level now admittedly New York didn't have a huge amount of time notes I think it was every 5k's which is probably about riding a marathon but if you could get an app and you can just search a person and then have 16 timing mats. It'd be so good. Mm. Yeah. Easy. Anyway, John? So in terms of the, the results there, it was yeah, a day of records. So we had Victor Duc del Corral take it out. He swam 55, and that's a weak swim compared to what a lot of – yeah, he's six minutes down in the swim, rode 4.15 and ran 2.37. Oh, really? Which is, you know, one of the fastest times again, short. ever. Yeah, it's a little bit short. But even if it – 2.40 – yeah, but then that's not still not one of the fastest times ever. I know, but it's still smoking oh, fast. Yeah. Uh, for seven fifty three twelve, Andrew Starkowitz. But then that's like when we had Peter Reed on. He was like, because Austria was what like two thirty five or something, yeah. wasn't it? And he's like, oh yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It was well short. But yeah. Anyway, even if we had on th- that, that's still two forty. Oh, yeah. There's not yeah. many guys there around that are running two forty. Andrew Starkowitz rode a four oh two, and he, you know, fair run. He ran two fifty eight with a bit of a fade. So let's call that you know just over three. If he can do that, you know, if he can run a three in Kona. 
he's going to be in the top 10, if not the top 5, uh, for 7.55.22. And Philip Ospelay, who I picked last week, said look out for this dude on debut, Ironman debut, 7.58.44. What's the story of him, John? He's a short course. Well, no, he's a short course guy, but very good at half Ironmans. Is he? Uh, well, he I don't up, know how he? old he is. I've got to wonder if he's. He, he seems like he's been around forever. He's from Czechoslovakia, not Czechoslovakia, the Czech Republic. It is these days, and it doesn't have his age on here. Well, the interesting thing, Jonbo, is Van Verken, Verk, Van um, new course record, and uh, basically some facts that came through here is that Van Verken posted a six sub nine finish at Ironman distance race, putting her second only to Chrissy Wellington with nine sub nines in woman Ironman distance events. Also, since six of her, um, of the marks ahead of Van Vlerken were set on non-Ironman courses, her 8.4307 at Florida becomes the fourth fastest official Ironman race of all time, which is kind of crap really, isn't it? But yeah. to top this up, um, it was the second fastest bike split ever to Caroline Stephens in Melbourne 2012, and she was 20 seconds behind her on that. So, so it was obviously nice. very fast down the bike, wasn't it? Yeah. So she's, she's had a really strong season. She really uh, has, hasn't she? Really picked a game up to back to where she used to be. So swam an hour, 4.35, 3.01 run for 8.43. She didn't have it all her own way. She wasn't uh, first off the bike. Uh, she, I think she took the lead pretty early on. But then Ashley Clifford, who I haven't heard before, is 55 swim, 4.51 and a 2.56 for an 8.49. And then Erica Jamal. was in third. <laughs> Erica eight, just even more nowadays. And 8.56. <laughs> So, yes, fast, fast. It must be nice to have a race, you know, where you're just fast, you know. Like, mm. I was on my bike, I went for a ride the other day, John. Nice. You're proud of me. And uh, I just went my mojo, you know, when you, and I was riding up Cooper's Knob, and then the rollers through there. Cooper's Knob, that's going serious. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting back into it. Well, I figure when I take time off work, I can still ride. It's not going to hurt my knee. But um, riding through there, and I found my mojo, and I was just flying, and there's something about, you know, when you find that mm. place where you're just flying, and, God, it feels good. Imagine if you're riding... Four hours feeling like that. Yeah. Ashley Clifford was 25 minutes quicker than expected. Second place. Good. Very nice. Very good. Uh, what else do I have to say about the race? Caffrey didn't, you know. <laughs> Caffrey was... Uh, what time did she do? She, she did nine, oh, know, okay. 9.35 or 9.40 or something yeah. like that. She finished just behind uh, Ed Wallace, who does our... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she had a five minute head start so she was probably he did 9.40 so she probably did 9.50 yep. and find her anyway but apparently on the run he was running along and he saw her at one stage and she was standing in the aid station taking pictures with people oh really and there was a picture that was going around of her eating a bag of potato chips <laughs> and uh, and so yeah she was just out there on a photo shoot still not totally you know you go 9.50 that's yeah, not yeah it's not slow it's not slow but you know that's over about an hour slower than what she'd do so she was having a bit of fun out there um, I do wonder what's the point I do kind of go where's the value for the sport and making mm. these guys validate in ways which just are pointless you know like I, I get I'm trying to get more money out of these guys but turn up to Florida you take a photo you're not getting any more money out of them well, what's the point then you know like if you won if you won the world championship do you really like there's an advantage I suppose because mm-hmm. other people don't have to do it yep. but you know you're the winner maybe you're allowed that advantage and so and, and you know the advantage isn't really real because what Kona was what three weeks ago four weeks ago and she's done the race now so she's not going to race you know for a long time now so mm. uh, the other thing of who's T.O. T.O. what are you talking about you got Caffrey and T.O. Cruz oh, to my Donald Oh, nice. Yeah. Is it T.O., is it? T.O. and Try. I think it's Twitter's T.O. and Try or something like oh, that. Oh, T.O., nice. That's how you roll. The other thing that was interesting was apparently the guy that won, Victor Durrell, Del Corral, was wearing a helmet that's not that's illegal in the States. So you can use it. It's the same one that Freddie Van Laird, I think, wore. So the funny one? 
Yeah, sort of like a stack type thing. Yeah. And apparently it's fine at 70.3 and Ironman World Champs and it's it's legal in terms of in this in Europe, but it doesn't have the sort of sticker for America. And you've got apparently to have the sticker. Apparently he was wearing it and um, it's yeah, it's against the rules. You, it's an illegal helmet. So what happens there? Who knows? What should happen? Wow. <laughs> yeah, ain't what you want to be. Yeah, but, you know. Rules are rules, Sean. Rules are rules. Rules are rules. Mm. If he crashed and smashed his head open, I wonder if... I don't know all the ins and outs of American stupid American law. You get su- you could sue them because they let him race with his without a sticker. Mm. Well, I mean, at, at heaps of races I've ever done in New Zealand that you go through and you have a bike check and they check your helmet. And it's got yeah. a sticker on it, and if it doesn't, you have to go and get a different helmet. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I mean, once I had a broken helmet, I tried to get that through. Yeah. Didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Iron Man is still annoying challenge. They bought it at one of their races. Is that is that true? Yes. It's um, I just I find it frustrating. I know it's business, so they've bought out um. Kreitschgau, which oh, is, it, is in Austria. Uh, anyway, the uh, Challenge Kreitschgau has been going for quite a while. It's a half-distance race, and yes, yeah, the, the, the promotional, promotional company yeah. that runs that, and then they've also got another guy in charge of sort of their European division of Ironman. So, do you think Challenge have saying that was changed? Because obviously, this is an older race. The relationship was established before maybe Ironman started buying the Challenge races, or, the, or at least the promotional companies. Do you think that? Um, that challenge will now have contracts, which means if you get out of it, you're going to pay a lot of money. Because mm. surely, you know, surely there's got to be penalties. Yeah, there's got to be. You'd, I don't know. Well, surely, if you're going in for a brand, and, and you're basically licensing your brand, if someone then sells that, surely maybe there's a Maybe the license was up. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't yeah. know, it's just disappointing. I mean, I'm disappointed for the challenge because they put so much effort into these races and then come and get bought out. But I suppose then they did the same to, you know, in... Um, at Ironman Canada when they um, managed to get the contract there they didn't actually buy the company out but they managed to go in there and piggyback off an existing race hadn't Ironman already got rid of Canada or no they hadn't no they hadn't okay it was up for renewal yeah so it was like free, free game they didn't do a buyout like they're doing here I don't big know. news on the challenge front John yes I'm, I'm the voice at challenge Monica Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you did that sneaky one. We both got the invite, and you just sort of. Uh, oh, no, you there. said, you go, oh, I'm doing Auckland 70.3. So <laughs> don't pull out on me. I wanted you there, John. I was like, Newsome, I need you by my side because we are a team. We are one. Right. And you abandoned me. So oh. if you're doing Challenge Wanaka, that's a good reason to do the race because I'll be there cheering you along. Righty-ho. And I love that crap. So yeah. there we go. Me and Mark Watson, BFFs. Okay. Yeah, there you go. yeah. There we go. BFFs. Um, also, big race at the Mifflin Triathlon this weekend. Jonathan Triathlon. Oh, yeah. It's all the talk of the town. Yeah. Sean of the Porto, second place. There's no triathlon. It must have been a duet. He was doing a duathlon. Was he? Yeah. I don't care. He got second. Nice. Porno took it out. Good. Well, second. Second. Took out second. Yeah. Well done, Porno. Great. And he was crook as a dog, John. He's Good. like, my am now. Good. Don't know how he did it. He's lining up for the real race this weekend. With the, 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 is he doing a half? I know. I think he's only doing sprint. Is it only a sprint or an Olympic? Well, it's in between. Do they do an Olympic still? Because they used to do one. Yeah, no, it's a number twenty. Okay, my, my, my money's on you. McDonald's, you can't. No, I'm not down. racing. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, back it up. I'm doing the half. No, no, yeah, but my money's on you. Oh, yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> oh, come on. I'll tell you about the field later on. It's like, <laughs> no, you told me about it already, but. No, it's even better now. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Oh, battling to make top 10. Okay, here we go. So, I never raced in the UK. Bloody, Jeez, yeah, bloody palms. <laughs> Holy smoke. <laughs> Every week is a new race. How, like, how Don't even laugh. I can't cough. How, mate, how many races can your country sustain? I mean, I know you're doing really well and you've got a lot of athletes. And, and you're stuff. winning everything, but who cares? The Castle Triathlon Series is a new <clears throat> iron distance race. The 
Bastion. So this we got this off a uh, Try Juice, and it's not sort of the, the official website and everything's not launched yet, but it's another iron distance race. And the thing is, most of them do quite well. Mm. They're offering prize money, hefty prize money. They've just under ten thousand dollars for bold enough to take on the best in challenge, and already a large twenty thousand annual series prize offering. Mm. John, so. Palms, you're taking over. Just another. It looks like a cool venue. I had a quick click on. There was a link. They've they've had a. I think maybe it was an Olympic distance race there, and uh, it looked really cool. You know, nice castle setting, run on some nice paths and stuff. So, you palms, you got another one. Oh, John, there's another triathlon, the Brownlee Try. I mean, it's been around. They've had that. World class Brownlee brothers have launched your own triathlon in Yorkshire. Yeah. Old news, Bevan. Old Old news. news. Well, it was September the 21st. We didn't talk about it. Middle year was a super sprint. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. We are right talk, and uh, so also we've got coming up this weekend another hits race, hits Lake Harvasu. Oh, good, John. All good. Okay, sponsor Athlinks. Now, what the great thing about Athlinks is, so we had Ironman Florida at the weekend, and I had a couple of athletes racing, and unfortunately, I don't know every single one of my athletes' personal bests to the exact number off the top of my head. I had six thousand participants here. Where at the Brownlee Dry? Really? Yeah. Nice. Sorry, you know, So you don't have all of my athletes' PBs to hand. Uh, if, if I've got a mate or somebody racing somewhere, I can't remember their exact time to hand. Best thing was just go right. I know that he did. You know, I didn't know he did Ironman Cord Lane two years ago. And if I had to go and find those results, it's going to take me forever. Go on Athlinks, just type in the member's name, boom, and then just go in, and it's got all their races divided by distance or whatever you want to do and I just go boom put the name in members go down to iron distance races and then it's got all those results in one place and I just I look really smart because I can say right I remember we're back in nice. uh, 2004 when you nice. did that race you know that's a you've beaten that time by seven hours 21 minutes yeah that's the thing John but you look smart but really you're not and so if you if you are yeah if you are, if you've got a mate, a mate racing and you're going was that a good race for him or not and you you know you, you want to check it out you don't want to give him a big high fives if he's uh, yeah Exactly. 30 minutes slower than what his PB is, then you can quickly go into Athlinks, put in his name, providing they've claimed their results. Which most of the races they have. And, uh, and you can go quickly check it out. And job's done. Athlinks yeah. making you look good when you're not. It really does, especially if you're a coach, as John says. Oh, yeah. You know, John, you know, you can look at all your athletes and kind of see what's happening. And, and also, you, you, well, we always hop back to this one, but, you know, it's that record of your athletic career that you keep forever, and it's kind of pretty cool. Mm. So check it out athlinks.com okay John discussion of the week and this is quite a goodie this, the, the, the people delivered John they did they did deliver and I have to admit there's a couple I might be willing to do there's a couple of classics okay so what we said last week is that John he's going to Kona next year and he's going to get on the podium although he won't call it the podium I'm going to qualify first so did they yeah <laughs> you don't doubt that at all do you no listen to you <laughs> no only peasants can't qualify <laughs> um, well, okay but where will you qualify I think I'll qualify in Auckland. I had a look at the results the other day, and um, what's his name? Bailiffs? Oh. No, um, no, the guy who won Seldrake. my age group. No, no, the guy who won my age group last year won by like ten minutes, and we're we're pretty similar. But he looked like he had a smoking fast day. So, but wait a second, how many slots will there be? There'll only be one. So you've got to win your age group. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. if he turns up, you've got to have a good day. Yeah, I'd still back myself to beat him, but I'd have to have what's a good his name? day. Um, Oh, flipping! I can't remember off the top, mate. I know, I know him, but I just uh, his name's just oh, disrespectful. Me I'll, I'll get in a second. Anyway, okay. So what we said is that John gets top five in Kona, so he's got to qualify in which he's going to do in Auckland, apparently. Mm. And then, um, what if you don't qualify? 
Well, then I've got Taupo. No, but let's say, let's say, let's say you don't qualify. Well, it's not gonna, I'm this not. whole this whole fundraising thing has been a waste yeah. of time. <laughs> we'll still go. Okay. I'd be like Phil. Phil's, Phil's going to kind of regardless of whether he qualifies or not. <laughs> yeah, um, you better qualify, but it's important because we're sure. doing a different angle this year. Yeah, I should, I should. I'm putting my money on you. Forward. I'm putting my money on you. Anyway, John goes top five in Kona. There's got to be a fun deer that I'll have to do. But turn it on its head. If John doesn't go top five in Kona. He has to do the deer. And we said to you guys, what is the deer that we have to do depending on John's results? And so, you're in the box. I'd give myself... Yeah, I have to admit, I do feel quietly confident. 30 to, 30 to 40% chance. So you're sort of 60 to 70%. The thing is, is that there's no chance for... There's no... You've got to... Like, you, you're up to a top five, for sure. Yeah. But, you know, room for error is not that big. I oh, know. Yeah, no, no, And so, at all. you know, definitely... You know, so so what have people coming up with? I haven't actually read it. So what do they come up with? Uh, Paul Fitzgerald said awards ceremony in a Wallabies uh, rugby jersey. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty lightweight. But oh yeah, yeah okay. Uh, There's a bit of nudity in there. Uh, John Lee Spoor, the loser should have to wear the Iron Talk tri suit on the flight home. That's yes. pretty good. That's pretty good. Which we've got a problem there though, Bevan. I can't seem to locate my Iron Talk tri suit. Oh we no. Did a simulation at the weekend. And I was like, where the hell is it? Couldn't find it anywhere. Oh, no. So I'm not sure if I've lent it to somebody, but I borrowed the Philip Philip. <laughs> Why would you lend the tri-suit? Philip Philanade has lent me his tri-suit for this weekend. I've got to be in the I'm Talk one. Oh, that butt thing. <laughs> just, just got this, this, this is an amazing invention called the washing machine. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm not going to shit my pants. <laughs> Phil, don't worry, I'm not going to. I wouldn't do that Phil, to you. Phil, Phil ignored me the other day. You've heard that. I was riding down the street and he was going, he was, obviously there's some Halloween kid for the thing for his school kids. He yeah. goes to Thoroughton, is that right? Yep. Yep. So he's walking down the street and I ride right past him, like literally from me to your way. Do you want to give him a wave and a smile? Hey, Phil. Head down, ignored me. Good. Outright. Good. Just abandoned me. Huh? That's, the way that, that's the way that Phil <coughs> and I roll. Yeah, here's one that I might be willing to do. I don't drink. I gave up drinking when I was, how was I, John? 19, 20. Yeah. So I've been drinking 16 years. Admittedly, I got drunk once for a deer. And I don't, I'm not an alcoholic. I just don't drink because it's not bad. It's not good for me. But twelve bottles of beer at the award ceremony because that's going to screw you either. Mm. Both of us would be messy, mm. and and we could even try to do a show post the twelve beers. We could, you know, yeah. like a, like an update. So twelve's a lot. I know. Yeah. I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't have to get to twelve. I think I, even six is a lot for me. Well, three's a lot for me, yeah. John. Okay, they I sniff the stuff they, and I'm drunk. They can go on the possible. Yeah. There's a few comments in there that people I think put in there. In all seriousness, but I don't actually think it would be much of a big deal, and people wouldn't even think you were odd. Like Frank McVeigh put in here, John, to do a solo post-race underpants run. I reckon if you run yeah. down a lead driving your underpants, <laughs> no, no. nobody would notice. No. They'd just go, oh, somebody, G-string. somebody's running in their speedos. G-string, yeah. G-string's another level. Yeah. Um, M. Teru. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard us talk about it. I mean, on the show. Swap blenders for a month, Matt Fitzgerald. Mike Fitzgerald. That ain't happening. No, I love mine's my much better. Um, what else have we got here, Jombo? I, one which I really liked was uh, from Lee Spore. Didn't we do? Oh no, no, we've done that one. Where was the other one that I had? What about what about good old Andy Curtis? Wax Chessy. I'm, I'm into that one, John. Look at that. Three years. Yeah. Uh, Jules Lewis had two good ones since he makes such a big deal of it if John gets chicked he gets to wear a dress for a week nice that's a good one I'd Uh, wear a dress and this is an even better one if John makes it and I wish this best of luck to him Bevan gets to call him the great John Newsom at every opportunity (laughs) there's got to be a time frame on there I'll do it but there's got to be a time frame Um, there's one really good one where is it where is it where is it shave my head who wants me to shave my head no the one with the Lance Armstrong t-shirt 
Oh, what is it? The strong one. I, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's fine. I think I, I, you have to find it, but basically it's saying. Uh, okay, Colin Fraser. John should go into the winner's ceremony with I Love Lance's t shirt on claiming all the winners uh, must have been on something to beat him. And Bevan should do the same to join John. Yes, gold. Yeah. I love Lance. <laughs> so I thought that was a good one. There's that movie coming out this week, Lance, The Armstrong Lie. Oh, really? Mm, it's, it's, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what that's like. So, I don't think I've got a conclusive answer here in terms of what we will and won't do yet. I, I kind of, I like, I, the beer one would, it, it would be pretty messy. Yeah. And, uh, but it's one that, you know, I drink on a kid and I'll get drunk and then I'll feel sore the sorry for myself the next day. We're going to have wives and girlfriends there, though. They, they can look after us. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be in a slightly more fragile state than you. Exactly. Because <laughs> I've seen you drunk a few times. You're, you're good fun when you're drunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As opposed to when I'm not drunk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're just hard work. No, and, and I'm, I'm like a firecracker when I'm drunk. Yeah. I'm good for 10 minutes and I'm the life of the party. I'm thinking wearing something to prize giving could be worthwhile. I reckon even the tri-suit on the, on the plane home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to get a few funny looks. Yeah. Yeah. And not acknowledge it, that's the key. Yeah. Not, not acknowledging it's the key. Just kind of act normal the way home. You'll get a bit of shrinkage on the plane too. I'm joining up to the Coro Club. <laughs> to the Coro Club in the tri-suit. <laughs> oh, see? It's, gotta be, it's worth it, John. Maybe we could do it from just the, the flight from Kona to Honolulu. No, nah, mate. You're committed. Okay. It's your motivation, John. You get your top, if, you're, if you're in seventh place... And the wheels are falling off. You go, the tri-suit. And you're... Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, well those, I think those are our finalists. It's the, the beer, the tri-suit, or the I Love Lance t-shirt. I do. I, I, I love Lance. Although there's no real punishment for me in that one. And you have to get on the podium. So you get on the podium, you've got to wear I Love Lance. No, I'm not wearing it if I, if I, if I meet. Oh, maybe you just wear it to the award ceremony. Yeah, no, if I make it, I don't... If I make it, I don't have to wear anything. You've got to wear it. To the, okay, so to the award and ceremony, your, your dress attire is an I love Lance, depending yeah. if you get it or not. And maybe I should wear a dress as well. <laughs> I love that you're suggesting this. <laughs> got to make it worthy. Anyway, exactly. That's, that's a short list. We'll, we'll, we've got 12 months to sort out the finals, but we'll have to, we have to do something. Okay, John, so I've done my research. I did my research into how can we do this blooming lottery thing. I even rang the manager. Blooming in, in, internal affairs. I rang internal affairs. I rang internal affairs. Yeah. They are hopeless, John. Yeah. I rang three times, and each time I go, oh, you need to talk to Jazz, or you need to talk to Mary. Each time I left a message, never heard back from them. So then I said, can I please speak to the manager? Yeah. And then I got put through to the manager, and that's, that's what you do. You go up a level, don't you? Yeah. Talk to them, and I said, look, we're looking at doing this thing. And I told him, and he goes, oh, no, it's totally illegal. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what about your name? What, what, what do you call it? Voluntary subscription. Yeah, he was like, no, you're dreaming, mate. So, but what we can do is we can sell a product and do a giveaway. And you said, let's just chuck some rubbish in there and we'll just, just sell, an sell it. But then I thought, no, let's. Uh, this is going to take minimal work for us. And that's the key. You guys can contribute as well. So I thought it's going to be 30 bucks to buy the book. 30 bucks. And so I thought... And if you buy the book, then you go into the drawer yes. to win a trip to Kona. Yes. So I thought we'll have tips, some tips in there. We'll have 10 tips um, for the best things to do to help you qualify. And then like 10 race tips... Actually, there's going to be 40 tips. Maybe we should charge $40. Uh, so so it'll be 10 tips. Uh, oh, we'll charge per tip. Yeah. Nice. 10 tips for the best things you can do to help you qualify. So maybe from the people who have uh, done, done the race. So we'll have 10 tips from listeners and 10 tips from Bevan and I. Then you'll have your top 10 race tips when you're in the race in Kona. 10 tips um, for what to do in race week in Kona, sort of tri-related stuff, yep. like swim out the boat, all those sort of things. And then 10 things to do. 
um, in Kona outside of triathlon related stuff. So it's stuff. almost like your 10 tip Kona guide. Yeah, so it'll be 40 tips and you guys will... will so we just choose the best tips, do we? Yeah, well, you got, so for this week, um, for anybody who's been to Kona, what is a, a, a tip that helped you, made a big difference for you getting there? And we want it to be concise, you know, one or two sentences and we'll, come, we'll pick 10 and then Bevan and I will come up with sort of 10 tips as well. And so then what happens is we'll put it together as an e-book. I, I can sell e-books, I've got a, a way of doing that. Yeah. And we'll, we'll basically put it on the website to buy. Now we'll only sell 500 copies. So mm-hmm. it's basically, this is how we can get around the internal fears. Mm. So when you buy the book, you go into the drawer to win the trip to Kona and you, you know we can give out the money this way. So we can give you $2,000, we accommodation, all the rest of it. So John's working out that side of things. Mm. Then um, we'll take 500 and then what we'll do is once we've shut it off, off, we'll send out a list to everybody who's, and we'll actually get you to sign up for an email database just so that it's easy for us to manage when you buy the book. And then what will happen is once we've sold you the book, once we've collaborated the 500 people, we'll send everybody the list of their names so you have your number next to it yeah. so you know that John Newsom is number 33. Okay. And then what we'll do is we'll do the draw on the show. So you'll, when you listen to the show, mm. you'll actually be able to hear if, right. if you won. So, so we're looking to do that probably in a year. Oh, New Year? Oh, I don't know. We'll get it, get it rolling about a month. Can, put, yeah. I'm a bit busy next couple of weeks with my race coming up, but December okay. will be a bit quieter. We can definitely make it work. And we imagine, based on the information that we asked you guys, it sounds like a lot of people are interested. Now, again, you can enter more than once. You can buy more than one book. We don't mind it. You know, this is going to be a life-changing book. Yeah. We can officially say we're publishers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, and so, and then from there, you know, you'll go in the draw. And if you want to buy a hundred of those books, mm-hmm. then you've got a pretty good chance of winning it. Yeah. One um, five. Yeah. And then go from there. So with that will happen over the next kind of probably in a month or so from now so this week's discussion of the week is <coughs> tips that make may have made the difference for you getting to Kona what the, what life changing things have you done could be it, training related could be and also things. you get the privilege of getting in our first ever book exactly yeah that's, exactly. Yeah, and then afterwards we'll sell the book for five dollars. And I've got some um, prizes. Where I'll be building up some prizes for second, third, fourth. There might be little. Th- well, I've got the first. First thing is going to be. Uh, yeah, prizes for second, third, fourth. Well, I just happened to get some stuff. But um, they'll break people's heart because you'll go, "Who comes second? And you go, "Andrew Scott." And you go, "I can't win it now." Yeah. Well, I'd rather get something than. What do you go first, second, then third? Well, anyway, I've got. Um, Four or five of the profile new profile bottles that basically go in between your aero bars. Oh, nice! And uh, tried it out the weekend. Pretty sweet. Okay. It's got a little opening in the top, so you can pour your bottle in there. So got a few of those. Must say, start. if you ever win Kona, well, these or a are, bottle, the bottles are worth ninety bucks. Wow! So you buy, you buy life changing. A thirty dollar, and I've got and I've got um, some earphones that we use every week. You can have one set of John's earphones. I've got a few sets. I've got a heaps of earphones at home. We can chuck some of those in. We had to pause here because I was naughty and John made me stop. So yeah. we're back now and I'm, I'm not going to be naughty anymore. And Sorry, John. A red sore bottom. A red sore bottom. Okay. Uh, sponsor, Jombo. Uh, right. So we've got the big race. Well, not big race. I've got a race coming up this weekend. Did my little trial run at the weekend. So what'd you do? I had uh, went down to the pool. First thing I had to do, I've got, I've got a new full length um, skin tight bike jersey that I'm wearing. I wanted to trial run that wearing it underneath my wetsuit. Full length skin tight. Yep, so it's a skins one and so it's, oh, it's a skins compression one. Jersey. Yeah, yeah. And it's wow. really tight, so it's like a it's like a speed suit type thing. So does it does it make good. you really hot? Uh, no, it's white, so I'm using. Oh, it for, okay. I want to use it for Kona. I mean, it was pr- granted it was pretty bloody cold. Yeah. And on the Sunday it's morning, out of the water. And now it's sweet, so it's looking good. I've got to try. So it's a cycle jersey, is it? It is, but it's skin tight. Yeah. So Jeez, you better make sure you're lean. Oh yeah, no, I was looking You know one of those rolls coming outside. No, I was looking buffed. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know where I was going with that. Okay, so you got out of the water. Yeah, and got, you, I, so I did a 2K uh, swim with wetsuit on the pool, got pretty toasty, then did about 60K bike, and then a 10K run, all at half Ironman effort. Had my little profile bottle here, trying that out. Didn't cut the straw down too much, and it was banging my face a bit. So, <laughs> so chopped that off, and... Anyway, before the before it though, I had all my full extreme endurance supply ready to go. I had my extreme endurance tablets, had my immune boost that I'm going to really boost on after being here with you today. First time I tried the Hydro X. So what's this? So the Hydro X, it, it's basically, you don't Selective, take much it? of it. You only take, uh, a, a, it's about a teaspoon or so, just mix it in with water. Flavor-wise, it just tastes like a Juice. Regular, yeah. you know, regular sort of sports drink and... Away you go, and then I had uh, my bit of. Um, so what's 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 the benefit of using the lactic stuff? Uh, I'm just waiting for the web page to load. Oh, okay, nice. So I can give people the, <laughs> okay. the, the full boast. Fair call. And it's basically it's it's very much in. Oh, here we go. If you're working out, the bird could strike at any moment. When sure enough, a bear. Grr. Grr. You know the fearsome furball that's every. Okay, that first thing. Going on to the Hydro X page now. Yep. Uh, it's got 1,500 milligrams of lactate. It's got a blend of electrolytes. It's got some thing called Sustamine, which is a patented hydration technology, and it's uh, designed to give you energy, cramping protection, and recovery. So, yeah, I'm giving it a whirl. Taste-wise, absolutely great. Just a nice sort of lemony, lemony flavor, and it's going to be doing the business this weekend and at all my other races this year. I'm liking it. And so, um, whatever they put on the extreme endurance stuff, it works. So, I'm happy just to, to roll. So, how are you feeling in your, in your training session? Pretty good. I, I've got to say, on the bike, I was battling. I held my watts all the way through that I wanted to hold. What was it? It was a bit of uh, 270 watts, but it was a bit Four of a battle to hold it. For about, it was about 58. Yeah, okay. Close yeah. enough. And then run sensational. Oh, really? So, you pop a 10k out after that. Well, um, by the time I get to Auckland, I want to be averaging 345s. Oh, that's pretty um, good. And for this run here, I was aiming for 350s, but I'm doing 3K run, 45-second walk. And oh, you're going to do run, run walk and night, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, so for my runs, I was averaging, I ended up getting a little bit quick. My quickest K was a 340, and then my slowest was about 351, I think. But then for my walk ones, I was only dropping down to like about a 405. Walking? Okay. Yeah. Well, I was, I was walking for 45 seconds, so that K oh, meter, okay, yep, yep. at 45 seconds of walking and whatever amount of running, and I was still dropping down. So to you're a, basing it on distance, then walk. So you go 3K, 3K, 3K run, 45-second walk. Then, and so it's about, every, it's about every, every 3k minutes. mark. I run for 45 seconds, okay. walk for 45 seconds. Average pace 351. Is it so, weird? No, it's good. I, 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 I'm speed walking, I'm going pretty quick. Yeah, of course. No, it's good. You feel great when you, when you restart, you kick off, and you and it's good. Oh. I'm liking it. Good Main times. thing I do got to do, like, I speed walk pretty quick, but. I really try to disengage my calves, so I'm really trying hard not to, to toe off. That's the key thing I'm focusing on is you know, leaning forward a little bit, keeping my momentum When going. you're walking? Yeah, to disengage the calves. So it's about giving them a bit of recovery? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I felt sensational running. Oh, good work. Mm-hmm. And so then uh, in two weeks from now, you're going to win? This weekend. This weekend, you're going to win? Uh, highly unlikely. Who's turned up? This is like... Wh- it's just a ridiculously strong field. Like Bevan and I would normally go, and if we were going to go this race, well, we'd, back in the day, we'd be thinking, right, I've got a chance of winning here. Yeah, I'll, of be, I'll be, I'll be first, second, or third, yeah. probably. Yep. So you've got um, Chris McDonald, multiple Ironman winner, yep. legend. Dylan McNeese, who's like crushed One, some two. challenge races yep. last year. Then you've got Richard Usher, who went like eight oh two in an Ironman yeah, a few yep. years ago. Then you've got Baden Curry apparently racing, and he won Challenge Wanaka half 
by about oh yeah anyone coast to coast as well yeah, yeah. He yeah. won Coast Coast, didn't he? he? Did. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. And uh, he is an axe. I think he got fifth at Xterra the other day, World, Xterra World Champ, wow. fifth or sixth. Got screwed on the news. They said, and on the guy's side, Richard Usher was 22nd. And we're like, what about Baden Curry? He got like fifth. Oh, really? Well, it's a bit poor form. Yeah. So uh, there's one, two, three, four. And then you've got um, a couple of local guys, Mike Phillips, who's in New Zealand, yep. under 23. Yeah, and Craig Savage, who's going down. Craig, if you're listening. Oh, nice um, to talk. And so that's already that's already like six, mate. What about chicks? Are you gonna get chicked? No, <laughs> that'd be silly. Do you, know, do you know why my money's on you, John? Because no one else is using extra. What is it? Extra, Hydro X. Hydro X. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm going. So. Sarah, put that back around. Yes, X Endurance guys, check it out. Check, yep. check, check, check it out. You got some music? Let's do some music. Yeah, here's some music. Oh, the weather's getting forecast is getting worse, Bevan. Oh, really? I haven't pushed pause yet. Do you want to talk about the weather? Rain and southerlies. Oh, really? It was beautiful yesterday, wasn't it? Uh, don't Never trust long range, John. It's getting... Nah, yeah. never trust it. Long range, don't trust it. Yeah. You know? Short range? Yep, long range. You know, here's, here's some music. Newsom's eating his food now. This is now. Listen to this. Listen to this. Eat your food. This is what I have to put up with. See that kind of grunching sound in the background, and we've got earphones on. Oh, don't turn yourself off because now I'm going to do the show by myself. Okay. Yeah, but he does this to me every week. I put my earphones on, then he has breakfast. There we go. There we go. Okay. Here we go. Age group of the week. So this week was sent through by Lindell Percival, and she has got. Well, you give me a look then. I was just having a little drink with water, oh, okay. trying to get the water for I'd like to nominate my husband, Craig Percival, for Age Group of the Week. He listens to all of your shows and is consistently walking out the door with a grin on his face, laughing about something you guys have commented on. He just finished third in Ultraman Canada. Nice. Yeah, well done. Distances for the three-day triathlon are 10K swim, followed by 110K swim. Yeah, lake swim. Followed by a three uh, a 145K bike. Day two, a 275k bike, and then day three, a double marathon, 84 kilometres. Craig broke the swim record by eight minutes on day one. Nice. And broke the overall day record um, as well. He swam the 10k in two hours and 24 minutes, and he rode 140 in four hours and 15 minutes. That's pretty, pretty smoking it. Then he rode a 275 in seven hours and 53 minutes to hold the lead by seven minutes overall. This was also the day two record. Then he suffered big time in the, the day three 84K run and finished third overall. Amazing in his first attempt in Ultraman distance. To me, what made this Ultraman so amazing is that Craig is manager of the swim store Aqua Shop in South Melbourne, who proudly distributes Blue 70, by the way. Nice. So, yes, love your work. And he works six days a week. He also has a coaching business, No Limits Extreme endurance.com.au no 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 Ex- endurance.com.au okay I'll put a link to that on the show notes it's not extreme well it's got no limits no limits and the website is endurance.com.au okay I'll put the website open um, oh no took my notes away uh, then he's got and coaches beginning triathletes through to accomplish Ironman triathletes he has coached athletes from various sports and distances from Tour de Cure wow Worlds for Triathlon Hawaii Ironman North Face 100 to name a few most importantly, we have two children under the age of 5.5, and he is a great dad to them. He does most of his rides indoors so they can still interact with the kids um, 
in the morning and at night. He does most of his runs when the kids have gone to bed. Not easy through a Melbourne winter. He says his highlight of training was running with his son Sam for his first 3k run, fun run and Sam riding with Craig in some of his runs. He is really well known within the triathlon community in Australia. Being sponsors of most of the halves and Ironmans in Australia, he has become affectionately known as the wetsuit guy. Thank you for providing Craig with entertainment on his long runs and keeping up the great work. Lindell, that's awesome, mate. Ultraman is another level, isn't it? It is, and course records. I actually coached the guy. I don't think there is a website. I think there's a problem with the website because okay. it's not going. Maybe there's no limits website. Okay, uh, you, you can. Do I'm going to figure it out. Anyway, um, I actually coached the guy who won Ultraman Canada the year before, and he was setting records. And the it, the guy could ride really well. So if Craig's um, smoking that day one record, and I think day two, that's pretty impressive. And it's not a it's not a flat course over there it's a solid little course and it's just a long way pretty flash website he's got here john mm-hmm. yeah he's a pretty sharp looking character isn't it equashop there you go equashop.com.au nice check 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 it out aussies, craig you need your link to go through your site you aussies need a blue 70 go check him out jonbo the thing is imagine running 84 days it's a long way you just got to settle in just got to just got to settle in and just, just wait for the for the the pain to really settle in. Like, you've got to go pretty slow at the start of one of those runs. You really do, don't you? And just got to keep trudging on. Wow, it's pretty impressive. Like, the thing I like about the Ultraman is it is that kind of three-day event, you know, and so it's, um, you know, it's pretty impressive. So, Craig, we're now expecting you to go on to greatness and go to Ultraman Hawaii because if you want to get to Ultraman Hawaii, you've got to have done... Uh, I don't know if you have to have done, but it strongly enhances your credentials to be able to apply to get into Ultraman Hawaii if you've done another one. If you had a performance like that, I think you're in. So, Craig, Ultraman Hawaii, Hawaii, it's got your name all over it. And I'll be able to give you some reconnaissance notes. We're basically doing the Ultraman course, the Ultraman bike course. Are you going to run 84? Uh, we're not going to run 84. There's no way we're running 84. But we are doing, we're biking a loop of the island and we're also doing the little extra bit down below Hilo. Because um, it's funny, isn't it? Like you can ride long and it's hard and you get mm. tired and, and all the rest of it. But it, you can keep going as long as you're mm. putting good energy in, you know, or you get injured, which is highly unlikely on the bike most of the time if you're conditioned. But running long is a different beast, isn't mm. it? You know, because your, your body just gets to that point where it just kind of gives up, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how do you manage yourself through that? And it's... um. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Awesome work, Craig. Love your work. Nice. So, Craig Percival, you are our age group of the week. Love your work. One, two, three, four. Ha ha! Still managed it. Sick as a dog, John, but I'm here for the people. Yeah, you're picking up. You're picking your game up. I am actually. You've brought the best of me, John. It's the vibe. You bring the best out of me. John, James the Wise One Botel. Scott, this time of year, post Kona, when all the talking is done, the races have been raced, and we all know who won, and it's time to reflect and maybe uh, take stock of where you are. So perhaps a little fun with some terminology at this time of year, maybe used as a high five. So he's going, terminology post Kona. All right. You go first, John. The doldrums. The period of time between Kona and the next exciting Ironman race, i.e. the Asia-Pacific Champs. Or maybe the Auckland 70.3. That's the next most exciting race coming up. Uh, if it's too, it's too late for late season race and too far too early to, for an early season race. In other words, I am talking listeners, this is when Bevan and John need your contributions the most because news is five minutes long and that leaves an hour 15 to fill the gaps with high fives. And <laughs> we do that well. Post-Kona depression. So got any age of the weeks or good websites, just fire them through. To be honest, the wise one's the only one who's done a high five in a while. We used to get a lot of high fives. Give us some high fives, people. Mm-hmm. Funny ones are good. Mm-hmm. Harder to the show. Good, good. Post-Kona depression. The feeling that all but 
about the top three age groupers in each age group have during the doldrums, realizing that you don't didn't measure up to your own highly impossible standards and likely bear no re- relation to your own performance and training. So that's good. Nice. And uh, the wise one's going all French on us here. He's gone odor. What does that mean? Not, not, not odor. He's gone odor, gone French on us. The faint but growing smell arising from your transition bag because either one, you killed your training partner and stashed the body. Two, a large family of rodents did what rodents do in your bag. Or three, and always the case, the moment you realise that the smell is in the wet clothes festering like triathlon landfill after your last race. Note, Kona depression usually results in more severe affections of odour. You have to admit, have you heard that? I had it last night. Did you? Well, I realised, oh, I've still got my transition bag over there and my wet towel still inside. You're just sneezing. Sorry. That's a pretty snotty sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> they love that, John. Yeah. Right, okay, number four. Well, so did it stink? It had a little odour to it. It had a little odour to it. Odour. Uh, hydration. For goodness sake, at this time of year, this is a priority. Consume copious amounts of large quantities of, quantities of alcohol, either in celebration or to kill brain cells carrying memories of this year's performance. Hydration helps post-Kona depression. <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, no partner. Use porn. <laughs> I don't know. Without a training partner, resu- <laughs> who's snorting away now? Okay, you can't make me laugh today, I'm uh, sick. Without a training partner, resort to try porn. Oh, oh good. You good. can plan bike upgrades or just fill in the doldrums to help you with your post-Kona depression. Note, you are substituting a dependency for training with a dependency for porn. Interbike, something like that would probably do you quite yep, well. Go definitely. for the interbike um, pictures or the Eurobike pictures. Fitness amnesia. The affliction that sweeps across the triathlon community during the doldrums, measured by the growing gap between what you achieved during peak load training and how it felt, compared to how you actually performed and how much it hurt. This disease is incurable for about six to nine months. Jombo, do you got need to add to that? No, I have not. No. I think he, the wise one's done an exceptional job. Nice, for nice. A change. Oh, I'll give him some love here. I think he did a great job. I think you're a legend wise one Okay Sponsor Jombo Coffees of Hawaii We're going to give people a tip here Go on That in our In our Book that's going to go To the best sellers E-books Is there such an e-book Well we won't put it on Amazon But imagine if we did We got the best selling book Best selling book Uh, One of the tips That'll be A pre-race tip What to do In race week Will be to swim out To the Coffees of Hawaii boat And tip Quickly following on from that will be to go and purchase some coffees of Hawaii over in Kona when you're there. They normally have a little stall outside. Are you going to wear that sweatshirt today? Well, I can't now. <laughs> so Bevan coughs, he has a sweatshirt on the chair next to him. And he oh, goes John, into I'm his pretty hack, sick. His hacking cough as <laughs> Gooby's going through his sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm pretty sick, John. Leave me alone. Give me some love, not war. You're doing well. You're doing well. Well, I think the thing, guys, you know you know, you love your coffee. And it's, well, the great thing about coffee is it's one of those things in life that's a real treat, but it's actually quite ex- quite inexpensive. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's one of those things that we, you know, a coffee lover loves their coffee, and it's a really valuable part of that, that morning coffee you wake up. You know, and you can buy, you know, your pretty standard lemon coffees. But if you invest, you know, a little bit in a, in a bit of coffee, that experience is pretty cool. And actually, the investment is pretty minor for the reward you get. So if you know you love your coffee, 
And you know, it's kind of, you know, you wake up in the morning, first thing you think is, oh, I want that coffee. I know Newsom does, don't you? All the time. Yeah. You could just, you just wake up, you grab your coffee, and if you get a nice coffee, it's why. It, it just, and it, you know, you brew it a little bit so it smells out the house and put some cool music on. It just creates a cool atmosphere and puts you in a good place. And if you don't like coffee, they've got teas there for you as well. They've got a high range of teas, hibiscus, raspberry tea, jasmine tea, tea lavender, oh, nice. grass. Yeah. So, so guys, Treat yourself, get some coffees of Hawaii, and you, and you won't be regretting it because you know everyone who has ever come back to us has always said it's a great product, great service. So check, check, check it out. I'm gonna put some music on, Jumbo. Sounds good. Website of the week, Jumbo. Nice Feel, music, by the way. You like that? And uh, it's in honour of we're playing France this weekend in the rugby. Is it this weekend, is it? Mm, I hope oh. so. Will they beat us? France? Surely not. Surely not. You Aussies got taken down by the Palms I again. Know. God, you're embarrassing our Southern Hemisphere rugby. The Aussies are pretty bad at rugby, aren't they? they are. They've been bad for years now, too, haven't I they? Know. Change the coach doesn't make any difference. Well, back in the day, Aussies used to beat us. Mm. Remember when John Earls was around? Mm. They were a great team, and they just haven't really had anything for years. And consistently bad. Yep. Did we talk about? Did we talk about Beckham doing? Yep. We did, didn't we? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Jumbo. So a few weeks ago on the show, I, I kind of talked about you know I'm in an Apple world. I don't really know what happens in the Android world. And Apple has the iTunes Store, which is a great resource for podcasting. And uh, and I asked on the show if people actually had ideas of a way to get podcasts. And I think that's what we're talking about here, isn't it? Yeah. So a couple of people posted on Facebook. Um, Roger Lawton Spence says he uses Podkicker to listen to his podcasts on his Android phone. And you can get that on the Google Play Store. Mm-hmm. A rookie's road to Iron Man. I'm not sure who your name is. He's got an HTC phone and a Velocity. And that opens the normal I Am Talk website on the phone. Hold down the Listen Now button till it opens up a screen with some different options. So if you've got a... That's great, because I put the link on there, so that it makes sense. So basically, you just got to open up that link, so you can go to I Am Talk and do that. And then you've got uh, David Pettigrew, says this is supposed to be a good Android podcast app. It's called shiftjelly.com slash pocketcasts. And then also Brian Powlett, maybe. Huh? Um, I've been using Beyond Pod to download shows on my Motorola Android. Not as simple as Apple apps, but still pretty good. So that is, what is it called? It's called Beyond Pod. Jelly. So I think we should probably put these on our website as well. Just yeah, probably should, shouldn't we? Yeah, just so if people want to listen. So one, the one thing that Android doesn't do that well, you know, like your, your Mac store is pretty great when it comes to, oh, this gel, this one here is pretty good, Shift, Shifty Jelly. They've got, so you can go sync between iOS and Android. So let's say you've been on iOS and you're now going to go over to Android. You can actually, it will sync with this app. So the, the podcast you already have, so maybe that's an option as well. But we do know the world is changing. iOS isn't as popular as what it used to be, and Android's definitely getting pretty strong. So if you are listening to the show and you've shifted over to a new world and it's a bit of a hassle, check out one of these apps and we'll put that link on our show notes to do that. Nice. Questions and answers. John, your rant, no one agreed. I've, I've got to do a, no, I've got to do a slight retraction. You're no, re- not a retraction, just a slight detour in my opinion on this. Because I was ranting last week saying if you're not sub nine hours, then you're not good enough to be a pro. And I kind of, I stand by that. But then you've got your, your courses like Lanzarote and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, well, if you're sub nine there, you're probably going to just about win the race. So I thought, okay, maybe I should just refrain that slightly. And you should be within an hour of the winner. 
So if you can't be within an hour of the winner of your race, you're not good enough to be racing pro. So that's your philosophy. If you're that not in an hour, philosophy. you're not. You, you don't get out of the pro league. So, so this weekend, last weekend at. Uh, what if you get Florida? sick in an hour behind? Sorry. What if you get sick in an hour behind? The look he gave me then you should have seen it. <laughs> that's a sad indictment of our sport. Winner of Ironman Wales, John, did a nine oh nine. Fair enough. So that's where I say, okay, that's fair enough. Sure, Lawrence. If you finish second there, then you've got to be under ten oh nine. But if you did Florida at the weekend, so the winner went seven fifty three. You've got to be able to finish under eight fifty three. I think that's fair enough. It's such a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hard argument. You've, you've, you've opened up a can of worms here, John. Because well, the problem is, I'm sure probably 40 guys went under in that time in Florida. Pull up Florida, see how many people went under 9, 8, 9, 8, 53. Okay. Let's have a look there, Bevan. You do that because I need to spit some more on my top. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, I Ironman. Let's see how long it takes me to get to the Ironman. Ironman.com. Okay, so I am in Florida. You know, like when we did Broat, yep. you were within the hour of the winner, weren't you? Yes. And where did you get? Uh, from memory, it was like somewhere between 25 and 30, I think. Yeah. And, and how fast did the winner go that day? I think they only went about eight hours. Yeah, so, and so nine hours. Yeah. So then that way, 50 guys could be pros. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, over to Canada. It's fine. Oh, the, so, sta- so, the standard of that race would be high enough. Oh, but then if that same guy went to a race and didn't finish an hour behind, he's not allowed to be a pro. Sorry, I don't follow. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so winner went 7.53. Now, this is going to include some age groupers here. Yeah, well, they can be pros. Okay, so 30, 31st, 8.51, Tim Holler. So in that race, there's, in theory, 31 people who could be pros. That's fine. Yeah, you've opened a can of worms. What's Big the problem mistake. with that? Well, but then you're saying... If they didn't go sub nine, that's what you're saying, sub nine. Well, they did go sub nine. Yeah, he but went, I, he went eight fifty five. You've opened a can of worms. I don't even want no. to go there. Let's move on. No, I, I want to. I want to bring up uh, one of uh, something from Torsten here. Here we go, Torsten. What's he doing? So he said he listened to the show. Yep. And his, forgetting his next house is well, the recovery. So I wanted to bring up some of the stats of some of the pro guys that were racing in Florida. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna necessarily name names, but if I go down towards the bottom of the list of guys that their predicted time was like nine hours forty nine. So I'm gonna pull up a guy whose predicted time was nine forty nine. So he's done Ironman Arizona, he went ten fifty fifteen, he went Challenge Canada nine fifty one, and Ironman Australia ten oh seven. Do you think he should be able to race in the pro So you know wasn't listening? He went ten fifty he's got three results there, ten fifteen, nine fifty one and ten oh seven. Who's this? Somebody who's raced in the pro division. Do you think he should be allowed to race pro? Well, it's a hard one, John, because no, what if he's an up-and-coming yes pro? Right. It's a yes or no answer. It's well, no, I don't think it is. I think you've got to have context around it, and I think if you put context around it, yeah. maybe he's a young guy who's looking to step up and he just hasn't had a good well, race yet. He's not good enough. But maybe he is, but maybe he just hasn't pulled it together on race day. Oh, go and race age group until you, until you pull your finger out. <laughs> you another another guy out. here who's racing the pro division, 11.34, 11.38, and 11.50. <laughs> That's well off. Come on, let's get serious. <laughs> Here's another one So so if we give this bit of context This person has been racing since 2005 These guys are playing with the rules I've got no problem, they're saving themselves money They pay $750, they can do as many races as they like But 
He's been racing since 2005. It's now 2013. All his times, flipping out, he's pretty consistent. At 934, 928, 939, 938, 940, 935, 938, 939, 953, 933. He's getting slower. <laughs> it's not good enough. <laughs> You're just not good enough. Sorry. There you go. Well, I, I, I didn't leave an hour guy. I definitely agree. <laughs> okay, another, another example. We want to keep going. This, this guy, uh, 1017, oh, 955, 1010-1. Next, I, next guy up, 105, 957, 1001, 956. He's only just breaking 10 hours. But, John, you, you're sticking to the rules. Those are the rules. I don't have to do it. I'm, happy, I'm, I'm, I'm saying the rules are wrong. I've got no problem with these guys racing pro because they get to – it's a good economic decision for them. I'm just saying the rules are wrong. But, the, you know, the guy was nine hours, close to nine hours. You kind of go, well, you know, maybe yeah, – it's hard to know, like – I never really had my most my perfect day in an Ironman race. I had a couple of good days, but I never got that perfect day. Now, if I had my perfect day, I definitely would have gone sub nine. And so you could have said that I could race to the pro. But I didn't quite get there, and I still raced as a pro. Yeah, but I was aiming to. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Torsten, you come up with a number. 75 minutes, whatever it's got to be. Okay, Torsten, that's this week's job. John gives you a job every week. <laughs> Jesus creep, this poor guy. Okay, John Nemo Adori. Brock, she even told us how to spell it in the same name. I noticed that John, Coach John Project 2014 blog, that John has started adding some core work to his training. It seems as he's scheduling the core stuff as a part of the run or bike workout rather than a separate session. Even though I value core and flexibility sessions and believe in its benefits, I've always found getting them scheduled and done to be the hardest part of my training, admittedly because it's not my favourite thing to do. What are some of John's tips for getting these sessions worked in around an already tight schedule? Pretty straightforward. You go to Coach John Project 2014. Wait a second, I'm going to do it right now. And you just pick up my Monday night schedule okay. because that's what I do every, uh, we're doing every, every Monday. The reason I do it, I will not go to the gym. And the reason for that is. Because you don't want to see me. <laughs> that's reason number one. Reason number two. Wait, where's your Monday night schedule? Uh, you did, you, yeah, okay. Go okay. to a training log. Where's your training uh, log? John's training? Yeah. Yep. Training log. Training overview? Training, daily training log. Daily training log. No picture from you, so I apologise, Bevan. There's no picture from oh, you. It's today. just not the same without pictures. And so, I, well, the reason I won't go to the gym. I, but nose dose tablets. Yeah, yeah. You're taking no dose. Yeah, I'm getting a little tired. <laughs> no dose. In the race. Have I told you no, my no dose story? Yes. Oh, uh, story. Yeah, and in the race. You, you take no dose. Caffeine tablets. Yeah, that's a caffeine tablet. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You're, you're like a supplement machine. Look at you got extreme boost, you got extreme endurance, you got hydro X, you got infinite, you got no dose, yeah. that ECAN stuff or ICAN, whatever it is. Yeah. M's power cookies. Cheers, yeah. mate. You're a machine. My pre, I had to, yeah, I was a oh, singer. the top's done. Top looks cool. The top looks good. It does look cool. You go to my the website. Oh, I like the Mary. That is very cool. Who designed that? Ed Wallace. Ed Wallace, you're a rock star. I've still just got a little bit of work to do just to add a few bits, but it's very cool. No, that's, he's done a great job. Well done, Ed. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm very happy with that. The green will suit your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I won't go to the gym, A, because uh, Bevan will be there. B, it's just a really inefficient use of my time. Yeah, no, travelling to exercise is a pain in the butt. Uh, three, I'm a tight ass and I don't want to pay for it. Your wife goes there? Yep. She's, she's on a reasonably good wicket on that. You know, oh, she's, she's been a member for a long time. And what's my fourth reason? I don't like it. <laughs> um, what are you at the gym? I just do not like going to the gym. 
The reason I do triathlons, I like being outside and doing things. So, but I totally get the benefit of doing strength and conditioning work. So, to make it efficient for me, I incorporate it into my training as much as I can. So, So I'm looking for a Monday workout, am I? Yesterday, I've posted yesterday. Oh, yesterday's Monday's run group a bit tired. Yeah, I was a bit tired yesterday. So, we did a three warm up with three hills, did core. Yeah, and then I listed all the core. Did any cycling? Did I say did any? Did any? Did ant? Should be did ant. Oh, uh, typo there. Yeah. Well, I can't give you a hard time about typos. <laughs> um, so I plank. Um, then you did single leg jump ups. They're quite hard. What do you it's mean? Like just jump onto a box? Like, yeah, yeah. With one leg. And then you did press ups with leg outside. You yeah. did some burpees, arch back, crunchings. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I basically do a, a session where we do you a bit basically of do a circuit, don't you? Yeah. And then we do some general circuit training. Based on, with based on legs, really, isn't it? Yeah. Legs and oh, core. Legs and core. And it's basically means we do an hour 25 session. I get about 20 minutes of core. I'll do another 20 minutes of core later in the week um, and usually combine that with a, a run or a bike. And it just gets job done. Uh, otherwise, doing it as a separate workout by itself, highly unlikely it's going to happen. And it's not a very good use of your time. So I, I think there's two things you want to think about when it comes to yeah, – I'm really impressed with this top. He's done such a great job. Yeah, I love the Mary yeah. design in there. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, cool. it's really awesome. Um when we think about you either go I take it onto a race or I take it onto a time where I'm just doing nothing so like if you're thinking of core if you're just sitting in front of the TV just get on the ground do some planks do some side planks mm-hmm. you know all those types of kind of whole body position where you're actually moving your, when you're actually holding the position um, but yeah it's hard to take it on otherwise but, but I very much my philosophy on this is I'm looking at general core conditioning work I'm not looking at strength training well strength training to try to get necessarily stronger like doing lots of leg presses yeah. or anything that's a different kettle of fish it's just about maintaining a certain level of safety isn't it yeah, yeah. and uh, core stability when you're getting tired on the run is is pretty critical I mean it's critical all the time for swimming, biking and running but when you start to flail on the run it's 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 critical so look some of my terminology that I use people won't understand like did any cycling <laughs> yeah well, well maybe what you could do is put some photos up or do, yeah. some, do a YouTube clip yeah you know, just take, get someone to take it while you're doing it. But you know, every Monday night we do that, and I, I generally do another session uh, during the week as well. Mm. So a good, efficient use of your time. If you are by Lesmo's gym, they've got a program called CX, which is bloody amazing. Yeah, no, so, Blinda does like that. Yeah, it's a really great workout. So if you buy Lesmo's gym somewhere and you do want to go to a gym, check out the, the STX. It's, it's a really great workout. Mm. And, it, and it's not just the core. It's all that kind of hips and everything. It's really great. Um, okay, Jumbo. And just lastly, Mark Allen is doing Kickstarter himself, and he's done pretty well out of it. Is he? So Art of Competition. He's writing a book called The Art of Competition, and he's done pretty well because he's got old Jim Collins from Good to Great. Have you read mm-hmm. Good to Great? Uh, I have not, but I've, I know lots of people who rave about it. Oh, it's a brilliant book. Um, geez, people must have given him some money. So his goal leading into the book, he felt he needed $35,000 for this book to, I don't know, to get it. To, I'm not sure what he's trying to do. Is, is he, well, he's obviously publishing a book. But so far today, he's raised $47,000. Nice. $47,000. And it's only, that's only 330 people. Well, there's different levels of... Um Giving, yeah. Giving you could do. But that's a lot of money. And so with this Kickstarter thing, so he gets to keep that money. So what happens what is... What do people get back? Well, it depends. So again, so what happens with Kickstarter is you say, I've got an idea, I want to write a book, I want to do an album, I want to whatever. Um, and you say, okay, and I think I need $10,000 to do it. And then what happens is you put it out there and people will pledge money towards you. Now, then what you do is you say, okay, well, like if we look at Mark Allen here... You get a copy of the book. He's got, okay, if you just pledge 25 bucks, you get... A, a, a print if you spend 50 you get um, the first printing of the book spend more than 50 you get a certificate 
more than 100, you get bonuses and so on. It goes right up to, you know, if you spend GPS more than 575, you get like a limited edition stuff. Mm. And um, and then what happens is are you only the money only gets taken out once you get to the point where you've made the money. So if I said right. I want $10,000 and I only got $9,000, your, your money wouldn't go out of your account. Mm-hmm. But if it gets to that $10,000 mark, then I'm able to do it. But with Mark Allen here, so if we look at him, 47000 so 4,061, yep, divided by 328. So his average person's given him 145 bucks. Nice work. That's pretty good. It'd be interesting to see what he comes up with in this book because it looks like it's going to be a beautifully fo- photographed book. Mm-hmm. But it'd be interesting to see what the message is. You know, like the guy knows about competition, so it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Did you ever read the other book he brought out, the last book he brought out? Remember no. The, the one about, it was kind of a meditation book, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the guy knows the stuff, you know, I'm sure he has something to contribute, so it would be interesting to see what that book's like. Anyway, um, a bit of Facebook stuff. Tim Jones was telling us apparently <laughs> at Cairns they do the 70.3 and the Ironman. See, so, so it can happen. It can happen. Yeah. I bet you when it comes to, uh, yeah, anyway, it okay. can happen. I was going to say that. I bet they would rather have it as a full Ironman. Phil Scott, mm-hmm. he's a... Uh, I've got an uncle called Phil Scott, and I always see Phil Scott from the, the show person, mm. and I always think it's my uncle, and it's not. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Rich Uncle Phil. Um, UK is just talking about different prices. And so what I think he's just going about. on about Sato, Sato complaining about how much it costs to do Iron Man and all that sort of stuff. Which is fair enough. Mm. Uh, anything else on here, John? No. Yeah, somebody's done a little mock-up there. Simon Dallington's got uh, David Beckham wearing a, a yeah. UK or GBR tri-suit and chopped his head on there. Yeah, and it's all good. The tattooed arms. Okay, John, but what's your cost? Oh, sponsors, sponsors. Coffeesofhawaii.com. Yes, um, get the good coffee, quality coffee. Treat yourself. Extreme endurance. Hydro X. Athlinks.com. People think you're smart, but even when you're not. And SLS, <laughs> yeah, somebody can maybe shout me a, another I am talk try. So I need to get, I can't believe I've lost it. I don't even have one. No, well, you, you don't think you really need one. No, I don't really do try. No. Uh, Although, if I'm going to come home on the plane, okay. I don't want your one because yeah. it's a bit close. Yeah. And then... Trainingpeaks.com. Uh, put your results in there. Okay, okay team. So, John, what you got? i got a story I want to tell, but I'm not really allowed to tell. Uh, okay. But, but I want to tell it. Well, I might go check to see if Joe's home. Wait a second. Okay. Just you, pause you it. Just pause it. I haven't got anything to say. No, tell them, start telling them what you've been doing. Tell them what you're training yesterday. Training yesterday was Monday night running. Day before that was simulation. Always practice, 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 practice my nutrition, practice with the hot, the profile bottle. And then Saturday, what did I do? Saturday. Wait a second, tell me. Wait a second. Oh, so that's a great on. podcast. Oh, Just tell it. everybody and then tell them again. Yeah, wait a second. Oh, I was not hear it. And what have I done? On, what did I do on Saturday? Um, you trained. Went over for a hill ride, five thirty in the morning with the uh, Philinator. Oh, really, five thirty yeah, in the morning. Yep, hit the hills. So on this morning, 25-100s on 130. Had my little lead-out man in the lane. Who was that? Another John. Do you know John? Yep. Is he good? Yep, he's good. He yep. led you out? He does, yep. Well, he, I, I give him 10-second gap, so it's hardly leading me out, but he's, he's on front. Good counter. 25-100s is quite hard to count, and I've got the Garmin on. So well, don't you just do four laps? Sorry? Yeah, no, it's easy to count your length, but to count to 25 um, is... How bad are you at counting? Average, but I'm not. I'm perfect now. Because when I you go long Garmin. swim, do you round up if you think you got it wrong, or do you round down? I don't need to do any rounding because now I've got and Garmin under not a sponsor. But the the 19 is gold. It just counts all your laps for you. It's just it's and it's incredibly accurate unless you go and do drills or kick. It's just perfect. And what can you get it to beep when you've done like a K? Uh, probably can, but I just have it on just showing me the distance. So I have lap distance. So before you had technology, 
what were you like at counting? Uh, I was okay. Have you kind of got but to use, use 87 and you thought, was it 85 or 87? Well, no, I always use a clock. And that's why if, you, if you're learning to, if you're in the pool, learn how to use the clock. And like if I'd had the set this morning, I would have looked, you've got the seconds clock and so you know you're leaving every 1.30, so that's pretty straightforward. And then I'd look at the actual clock when I sort of push off on my first one and I know that 25 100s on the 130 is going to take me 37 and a half minutes. Nice, that was good mess you mate. So I know what time I'm going to finish so if I lose, lose count <coughs> So that's it. Exciting really, what? You went for a swim. That's, that's your story for the week. Oh, you missed the other part. I had a, bi- a Saturday morning bike ride. Did my simulation session. What, what about outside of training, John? Outside of training. How's the family? Thomas had his huff and puff yesterday. Cross country run. How'd they go? Yeah, he got he got nineteenth. He was quite happy with that. Yep, good. Nineteenth out of about sixty or so. Yep. Um, outside of training, Bevan. Hmm. Bit of housework around the house. <laughs> oh, you really house. are living it up, aren't you? Yeah. You really are. Wow. Got housework. Book, got a new book yesterday. Oh, what book? Up. What's it called? It was, it was. I had to. I pre-ordered it. Guy that did Everest, and he also did. I think he did seven marathons and. Seven weeks or so on seven different continents or something like that. Yeah. Also, his pilot. Oh, he was one of the few people that crashed near Honolulu and survived. <laughs> like, he was in a small plane, full on crash. Did you see on the news last night that two planes collided and all the skydivers lived? Yeah. There we have it. Um, Jumbo, is that it? Yeah. I'm in a good book right now, actually. What, what I love about piano, I play piano and, and I kind of, I'm doing lots of reading on how to practice. And what I love about piano as an instrument is that there's so much, there's like it's been around for such a long time, and there's been so much advanced thinking going towards it. Like we think about the knowledge of our sport. You should buy a big grand piano. Don't need to, mate. Sounds like a grand piano. <laughs> that, that's a mean. I've got a really mean keyboard. Like mine's top of the line. But anyway, um, when and and so you know we think about our sport, and we think about you know ten years ago we laugh about what we ate and all the rest of it. You know the knowledge around our sport is so. So small, and you know, and the consciousness around it's kind of really small. Whereas piano has been going for hundreds and hundreds of years, mm. and these great thinkers have spent so much time trying to develop how to get you know to be who, the best who you can be. The piano, Mr. Piano. No, I don't know who invented it to be honest. I'm not sure, but anyway, um, Mr. Piano. <laughs> um, but but when you go to piano, there's there's this real there's some really intellectual content around you know what it takes to be your best version of yourself and it's it's really stuff that's transferable to other schools i'm reading this brilliant book right now about practicing and it's i might even do a bit of a kind of crossover here because it's really teaching me some some life skills um that i'm taking to other areas that have you know taken me to another level so i really recommend it went to the movies john yeah went to captain phillips you heard of that one still haven't been to the smurfs i know (laughs) next week john I can't recommend this movie enough. Right. It's seriously probably the best movie I've seen in a year. Tom Hanks is a... I cried. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cried my little eyes out. Yeah. I want to tell a story about Joe, but I, 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 she asked me not to. Okay, do it. Do it. <laughs> but but I'd probably best not to. I'll ask her if I can tell it next week because it's a pretty funny story. So she's already said no. Yeah. Is it worse than the shitting in the... Uh, when she went for a poo in Central Park? Oh. Which you weren't supposed to tell? Um, I think she'd probably think it is. Right. But it's... Fu- like... I'll ask her and I can tell you next week because it was quite funny okay. and she wasn't very impressed it was her own behaviour John right. she, she let herself down but I found it very amusing so other than that John got a party this week work party this weekend oh yeah a work party nice do you have a work party yeah, yeah. Belinda was asking about it the other day what's our work party this year <laughs> what are you going to do yeah we'll go crazy 
Yeah, get some fish and chips. Some fish and chips. <laughs> Party, can I have some extra salt on that, please? Yeah. Um, yep, well, we're having a great Gatsby night right. at the Cassette Casa. Do you want to come along? Oh, yeah, you can come along, actually. Yeah. You and Belinda. Yeah. It's a members' party. Okay. Yep. Nice. Come along. Nice. Because you can get to go to the casino. Yeah. She'll go to the party. Her and Jen can go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Phil, come along. You can know me some more. Oh, so, 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 this is a. This is the members' party. Oh, okay. Yep. This Saturday night at the Kizza. In the new bar, in the new, the new Machina Lounge. I think so, actually. Downstairs. What's that? That's the one they've just built downstairs in the, in the car park. You know the casino, don't you? I went to the opening the other night. You went to the opening? Yeah, yeah. Jeez, you're high class, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Who do you, are you going to be one of those magazines where you have faces of the city? It's not what you know, it's who you know. And uh, was it a good opening? It was good, yeah. Have you put that bet on for me yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. How did I go? Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Doubled up, kept, kept it rolling. Okay, John, here's the here. We raised the money for Kona. Do we go, oh, put it all on red? Yeah. We get 30 grand. That's what gambling's all about. <laughs> uh, other than that, John, you doing much this week? This week, what are we going on? Well, I've got this race. Belinda's going away for Girls Weekend this weekend. She always goes away for Girls Weekend. But she's taking the girls, like her, Jen, and our daughters. Oh. Her daughter and our daughter. And where are they going? Ekra. And, and is it, what, you got Thomas and you got the race? Yep. We're going to have Thomas at the race. You just sit there and watch. <laughs> put, put him in the car. Yeah, doing all the music. <laughs> Listen to a few episodes of Legends. That's right. It's just uh, propaganda right now. Yeah. I'm just about finishing reading 1984. Have you read that book? Yeah. yeah. Great book. It is a good book, isn't it? Outstanding. Yeah, it really is. I'm yeah. really enjoying it. I've got about 10 pages to go. Really enjoying it. But I'm propaganda, John. Look at this, Bevan. I've, even, I've helped you out here. Shorter show this week. How long have we been? Where does it get on? I don't know if it's that short. Hour 28. It's not hour 20. Pretty there good. There you go. There you go. Because you, you took so long eating your breakfast. That's, That's why. Right. I know. <laughs> he comes around. He comes around late and then he just moses on. He late? I was early. I got here at about 6.50. Okay. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Anyway, I think we can, we can wrap it up. Anything else you happen this week? No, no, don't think so. Go get myself some new glasses tomorrow, Smith glasses. What do you mean? Some Smith glasses. Well, like Sunnies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sponsored by these guys now? I'm good. When did you get the sponsorship? Oh, mate, that's all. <laughs> okay, let's, let's do a bit of a segment here. How do you approach people for sponsorship? Because you, you are pretty good at getting shit for free. Well, we've got a pretty decent following now. So you sell the audience to you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Smith Sunnies. It works. So how's those Smith Sunnies? Everybody, people do it. Whenever we, yeah, whenever we push something, people say, "Whoa, we got a good response." So, so okay, what SmithSunnies.co.nz? Um, if you're going to do this, let's do it. No, they haven't. I don't know. It's oh, just, jeepers creepers! Oh, look, it's not a sealed deal yet, Bevan. It's not a sealed deal, but you can get well, the glasses tomorrow, yeah. and then you say, "Oh no, I don't I want to have anything to do with you." I think it's. I think it'll be SmithOptics.co.nz. I think. Yep, SmithOptics.co.nz. Oh, nice. What kind of glasses are you going to get? Don't know. We'll see. They're, they're all pretty funky, though. Are you going to do like fashion or are you going to do like fitness? Bit of both. Premium yeah. performance. I'll go for a bit of premium performance. Premium yeah. performance? Jeez, I've got a lot of glasses. I know. Creepers, creepers. Smithoptics.co.nz. Check it out. I don't think you can buy from their website. It's basically their distributor. Ah, uh, okay. So it's just you. So what, you put a photo of you? Oh, featured athletes. John, you might be on here. Well, Jordan yeah. Rapp. Are you on smithoptics.co.nz? I'm on .com. Oh, I'm not on .com, I'm on .co.nz. Go to community, you've got community there? Well, I've got to go to .com now. Oh, you've got the, oh, can you give me some? Oh. Some smiths, because those, those ones there are really cool. If you oh. can sneak up here for me, do it. Oh. Luke McKenzie? There you go. Sir. Hey, Smith? Yeah. Good old Jordan Rep. Oh. Good old Rush Surges? 
What kind of name's that? <laughs> <laughs> Rush Surges. Here you go, Rush. And then Surge. CJ Hobgood. CJ Hobgood. There we go. Okay. Well, I think we've definitely waffled on pretty long now, okay. John, mate. I'm Russ. I'm Endo. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. kaha.